Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst Glenn Kirshner. Once again, New York District Attorney Alvin Bragg might be considering going after Donald Trump for some of his New York State crimes. Here's Glenn. So friends, here we go again. Yes, we've seen this movie before, but here is the new reporting from the New York Times. Manhattan prosecutors will begin presenting Trump case to grand jury. The Manhattan District Attorney's decision represents a dramatic escalation of the inquiry and potentially sets the case on a path toward criminal charges against the former president. And friends, I'm not doing a great job of hiding my skepticism, am I? Still, here's how that article reads. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office on Monday began presenting evidence to a grand jury about Donald J. Trump's role in paying hush money to a porn star during his 2016 presidential campaign, laying the groundwork for potential criminal charges against the former president in the coming months, according to people with knowledge of the matter. The grand jury was recently impaneled, and the beginning of witness testimony represents a clear signal that the district attorney, Alvin L. Bragg, is nearing a decision about whether to charge Mr. Trump. On Monday, one of the witnesses was seen with his lawyer entering the building in Lower Manhattan where the grand jury is sitting. The witness, David Pecker, is the former publisher of the National Enquirer, the tabloid that helped broker the deal with the porn star, Stormy Daniels. Still, the developments compound Mr. Trump's legal woes in the early days of his third presidential campaign. A district attorney in Georgia could seek to indict him for his efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss in the state, and he faces a special counsel investigation into his removal of sensitive documents from the White House, as well as his actions during the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, 2021. Friends, you want to say it with me? We're not holding our breath for a criminal indictment coming out of Alvin Bragg's district attorney's office. But let's recap this particular caper that Donald Trump pulled while he was running for president. Recall this particular batch of crimes involves a $130,000 hush money payment from Donald Trump to porn star Stormy Daniels. Why? Well, to try to hide from the American people deeply damaging information about Trump's relationship with Stormy Daniels, essentially hiding that information, secreting it from the American voters, you know, to rob us of the full value of our vote. And friends, you'll probably remember that Michael Cohen, 
Donald Trump's former lawyer was involved with Donald Trump in this particular caper, this conspiracy to violate campaign finance laws, among other crimes. Michael Cohen is the one who actually paid Stormy Daniels the $130,000 of hush money. And Michael Cohen would go on to testify before Congress and elsewhere that, yeah, he committed this series of crimes with Donald Trump at Donald Trump's direction and for the benefit of Donald Trump. And there's actually hard evidence of this arrangement because Donald Trump and the Trump Organization would then go about making Michael Cohen a series of payments, reimbursing him for the hush money that he had paid to Stormy Daniels. I think it was a series of a dozen $35,000 checks signed personally by Donald Trump, including after Donald Trump was elected, he was signing these criminal reimbursement checks out of the White House because, of course, Michael Cohen, who pleaded guilty to the crimes involved in this particular caper, went to prison while Donald Trump ambled on into the White House. And the Trump Organization was also reportedly involved with Alan Weisselberg, Donald Trump's former chief financial officer, also assisting in this criminal scheme. And friends, just in case that's not enough crime for you, here's the kicker. The $130,000 that Michael Cohen paid to Stormy Daniels to keep her quiet and that Donald Trump then reimbursed Michael Cohen for, Donald Trump took that $130,000 as business expenses. That would constitute New York State tax crimes, federal tax crimes, What's another couple of felonies among friends? So friends, one of the questions that jumps out at us as a result of this New York Times reporting is, why did DA Bragg choose now to jumpstart this criminal investigation into Donald Trump? I mean, Bragg's office just finished trying and convicting the Trump organization of all kinds of financial fraud, all kinds of felonies, why jumpstart this investigation now? Well, we don't know the answer to that question, but here are some possible reasons. The Trump Organization criminal trial, at which Alan Weisselberg testified for the prosecutors, must have shaken the criminal tree and maybe more evidence of Donald Trump's crimes fell out. Also, the Trump Organization trial gave the prosecutors an opportunity to sort of kick the tires of the witnesses from the Trump Organization who testified in the prosecution's case. The prosecutors got to see how those witnesses performed, how they played before a jury, how they withstood cross-examination from the defense attorneys representing the Trump Organization, and given that some of those same witnesses might have to testify at a future trial against Donald Trump if he's indicted, the prosecutors got to see them in a, a trial run, and they can assess what kind of witnesses they might make if they had to testify against Donald Trump personally. Another reason might be because, recall Donald Trump's tax returns were recently released first to Congress and then publicly, maybe, 
there was more information that was gleaned in there about how Donald Trump is taking business deductions fraudulently, criminally, for paying off Stormy Daniels to keep her mouth shut. Well, you know, maybe it's just that District Attorney Alvin Bragg doesn't want to be shown up by District Attorney Fawny Willis, who was in court last week and talked about the defendants, plural, that it looks like she intends to indict. And she also said that her charging decisions will be made, quote, imminently. I mean, this would be an ugly reason if it factored into District Attorney Alvin Bragg's decision to jumpstart this investigation into Donald Trump, which he could have done long ago. But maybe, you know, he doesn't want to be shown up by District Attorney Fawny Willis. I think he would have a hard time keeping up with her in any event, but that's another possible factor. But friends, whatever the reason, D.A. Bragg decided to jumpstart this criminal investigation into Donald Trump, I'm all for it. You know, if he is finally deciding to pursue justice for Donald Trump's crimes, his New York State crimes, better late than never. Because justice matters. Coming up next, Congressman Jim Jordan has been denied info he's requesting from the DOJ about the Biden classified document scandal. This is Justice Matters. Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor Meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout. And every meal is dietitian approved, nutritious and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code glen50 at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash G-L-E-N-N-5-0 and use code GLEN50 to get 50% off today. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan is using his position to demand details of the DOJ's investigation of President Biden's classified documents case. The DOJ has flatly turned him down. Here's Glenn. So friends, I've got to tell you, I really kind of like this next story. 
because Congressman Jim Jordan, head of the House Judiciary Committee, a committee that should probably be renamed, at least temporarily, to something like the House Committee to Obstruct Justice. Jim Jordan is demanding non-public information from the Department of Justice about the Biden classified documents thing, and I use that word thing advisedly. Please put a pin in that. Here is the new reporting from NBC News about Jim Jordan's demand of the Department of Justice. Headline, Justice Department denies GOP request for non-public information on Biden documents probe. And that article begins, the Justice Department on Monday denied a request from House Judiciary Committee Chair Jim Jordan for sensitive information involving its probe into classified documents found at President Joe Biden's home and a former office. In a letter obtained by NBC News, a top Justice Department official said the department would cooperate as much as it could, but would not disclose non-public information about the probe. And friends, I want to read for you just a little bit of the letter the Department of Justice sent to Jim Jordan denying his request. Dear Representative Jordan, we are in receipt of your letter dated January 13th, 2023 to the Department of Justice regarding the department's investigation of the possible unauthorized removal and retention of classified documents or other records discovered at the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement and the President's Wilmington, Delaware private residence. And then they state the obvious, and in case Jim Jordan missed the reporting about this, uh, the Attorney General has appointed a special counsel to investigate this matter. Now friends, let me pause here for a second, because it's worth noting that Jim Jordan, head of the House Judiciary Committee, didn't make a request about Donald Trump's classified documents crimes or Mike Pence's classified documents thing. It's where I use the word thing because it looks like it was probably improper retention by former Vice President Pence and looks like it's probably improper retention by President Biden. So that's why I call it the classified documents thing. Yes, they need to get to the bottom of it. The documents have been returned. But Jim Jordan doesn't care one whit about Donald Trump's classified documents crimes or Mike Pence's classified documents thing. No, he just wants to know about Biden. Well, you know what? Fairness and even-handedness, thy name is not Jim Jordan. The DOJ letter continues. Your letter expresses an interest in learning when the department became aware the documents had been discovered and the sequence of events that followed. In connection with appointing a special counsel, the Attorney General has provided significant information about how the matter came into the department, the steps the department took to investigate, and his appointment decision. 
And then the letter helpfully directs Jim Jordan to a footnote and refers him to Merrick Garland's public statements, trying to be helpful, answer Jim Jordan's questions. The letter continues. Your letter also requests non-public information that is central to the ongoing special counsel investigation. The department's long-standing policy is to maintain the confidentiality of such information regarding open matters. This policy protects the American people's interest in the even-handed, dispassionate, and effective administration of justice. Disclosing non-public information about ongoing investigations could violate statutory requirements or court orders, reveal roadmaps of our investigations, and interfere with the department's ability to gather facts, interview witnesses, and bring criminal prosecutions where warranted. And then here is perhaps my favorite part. Further, although Congress has a clearly legitimate interest in determining how the department enforces statutes, congressional inquiries during the pendency of a matter pose an inherent threat to the integrity of the department's law enforcement and litigation functions. Disclosures to Congress about active investigations risk jeopardizing those investigations and creating the appearance that Congress may be exerting improper political pressure or attempting to influence department decisions in certain cases. Members of Congress? trying to influence DOJ's prosecutorial decisions? I mean, do we really think that the insurrectionists in Congress, including those who asked for pardons because they desperately do not want to be prosecuted for the crimes they committed on and around January 6th for the insurrection, for their obstruction of official proceedings, do we really think they would use their committee positions and their committee powers to try to influence DOJ's prosecutorial decisions? Of course they would. And that's why the Department of Justice just told them to pound sand. Because justice matters. Friends, as always, please stay safe, please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again soon. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.